Welcome back again to your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue working together through the Gospel of John. Today we are in John chapter 21, and we'll read verse 1 through 14. Jesus has died on the cross, and he's miraculously risen from the dead. He's showed up two different times now, once to his disciples when Thomas was gone, and once to his disciples when Thomas was with them. And he's allowed them to put his, their hands in his hands and in the holes and in his side, proving that it really is Jesus and that he really has risen from the dead. Now we pick it up in chapter 21. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathanael from Cana and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and the two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Okay, so I want to pause and look at a couple of important things here. First, the first two times Jesus has met with his disciples, it was behind a locked door in the upper room space where they had celebrated most likely the same room where they had celebrated the Last Supper together. But now notice, they have gone home. It says here that they were on the Sea of Galilee. And notice what they've gone back to. Peter says, I'm going to go back fishing, and the disciples go with him. Not only have they gone back home, but they've gone back to the profession the, the same job that they were doing before Jesus called them. It's not like this was just a quick fishing trip that they were doing for sport. They went fishing all night long. They, they went fishing like they would have if they were professional fishermen once again. And so then we pick up in verse 4. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, Haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, Throw your net out on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. When they did, they were unable to haul in the net because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple, whom Jesus loved, said to Peter, It's the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It's the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off and jumped into the water. Now, As soon as this miracle takes place, throw the net out on the right side, and he does it. Immediately, John, the author of this gospel, knows it's the Lord. Why does he know that? Well, he knows that because this is the exact same way that Jesus had called his original disciples. This exact same miracle that we find in the beginning of the book of Luke. So Jesus, lovingly, standing on the shore, he calls out to his disciples the same way he had the very beginning and immediately his disciples recognize this is Jesus and there goes Peter right it just as he does every time immediately he's the first one out of the boat swimming to the shore the other disciples are not quite like Peter so what do they do verse 8 the other disciples followed in the boat towing the net full of fish for they were not far from the shore about a hundred yards so a hundred yards away from the shore Peter can't wait to see Jesus. He jumps right in. He, he goes swimming a hundred yards for the shore. Meanwhile, the other disciples bring the boat and the fish to the shore. Verse 9. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals. There were fish on it and some bread. Jesus is cooking breakfast for his disciples. He's got fish on the fire and he's got bread on the fire. Verse 10. 
Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you've caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153, but even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dare ask him, Who are you? Now, this is a curious thing. None of the disciples dare ask him, Who are you? What it shows is there's still amongst the disciples just this misunderstanding. They don't understand what's going on. They don't know with any clarity what is happening. I think this is one of the reasons that they stayed behind locked doors. It's one of the reasons they've returned to Galilee and have gone back to fishing. There's just so much uncertainty around them about what Jesus is or who Jesus is or what is going on. It says, who are you? And then it says, even though they knew it was the Lord. They know it's Jesus, but they don't understand who he is, what he's doing. The, the recent events that have taken place have really um, stirred them and confused them. Verse 13 says, Jesus came, he took the bread and he gave it to them. And he did it the same with the fish. This would be so familiar to them at this point. How many times had Jesus broken the bread and given it to them? How many times had Jesus shared a meal with them? How many times had they sat and eaten with Jesus? And here's Jesus making them breakfast, serving them, providing a miracle for them once again that they would see. It's Jesus recalling them back just as he did in the beginning to follow him. Remember in the beginning, he said, if you come with me, I'll teach you how to fish for men. And here he is once again, breaking bread, sharing with them a meal, calling them, providing another miracle for them to know exactly who he was. Verse 14. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. I want to stop here for today before we get into the the text here about how Jesus um, walks along with Peter and brings Peter back into the fold. But I want you to see something in today's text. Maybe you, like the disciples, have been disappointed before, been disappointed with God, been disappointed that you didn't understand God's plan. You didn't understand God's timing. You didn't understand what God was doing. And because you were disappointed, because you were frustrated, because you felt like God didn't show up or was late, you have walked away from God or gone back to an old plan, something that felt familiar, something that felt right, but something that you knew wasn't God's best for your life. I want you to see that's exactly what the disciples did, but still look at how Jesus treats them. He doesn't show up on the shore and yell out to the boat, what are you guys doing here? Instead, once again, he shows them exactly who he is. He shows them what his plan is. He provides for them a meal. He sits them down. He shows them love and care. He's loving and tender towards them. And I want you to know that Jesus is standing on the shore right now of your life, calling you the same way. Come on back to me. Come back to the plan that I have for your life. What I have for you is better than what you have for yourself. And that's what Jesus was saying to his disciples on that day. And he's saying the same thing to you today. His plan for you is better than your plan for yourself. And if you would turn like Peter, jump back out of that boat, go right back to Jesus. What you'll find is 
It's not punishment or condemnation, but it's grace, it's love. He wants to restore you and he wants to return you to the path that will lead you to his blessing, to a hope and to a future. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you for your wonderful grace, your amazing grace that saved a wretch like me. I thank you that you not only saved me, but you are continuing to save me each and every day that you have a good plan for my life and that you desire, God, to bless me, to bring me into your provision and your hope. Lord, I want to follow you today. So I say, God, not my will, but your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen.